Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, January 22nd, and this is for the week of January 22nd through the 28th. Welcome to Aquarius season. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. Yeah, we're here. It's Aquarius season. The sun went into Aquarius on Wednesday, January 19th at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, and it's going to remain in Aquarius until February 18th. If you are a Leo, you might find it difficult to be awesome over the next few weeks. Oh. Uh, when we're in Pisces, you know, I say that's the time of year Virgos lose their faith in God <laughs> because Virgo energy wants to organize everything, categorize everything, and it finds it really difficult to do that when we're in Pisces. Uh, and then when we're in Aquarius, that's the time of year when I say Leo can find it difficult to be awesome. Mm. As we know, Aquarius and Leo oppose, and Leo is more interested in the self and defining its own individual destiny, whereas Aquarius is more interested on focusing on what's good for the collective. Now, at our core, all of us are Leos. We all have egos. We all want to differentiate ourselves from the pack, and we all want to do awesome things. And at the same time, we are all Aquarians. I mean, who doesn't mm -hmm. want to live in a happy society? Mm -hmm. But over the next few weeks, the focus will be more on the collective than the individual. And whenever we enter Aquarius season, I cannot help but think of the song, We Are the World, mm -hmm. that brought together some of the world's biggest recording artists and Dan Aykroyd. And Dan Aykroyd to sing a song that's basically about how we are all one. You know, we're, we're, we're the world. We're, we're one. Um, and Quincy Jones, who produced the song, posted a sign on the door of the recording studio. And Alma, you know what that sign read, don't you? Something like, leave your ego at the door? Yeah, exactly. Check your egos at the door, leave your egos at the door. But basically, no egos allowed in the recording studio because he knew he was going to be dealing with a ton of Leo energy. And when was We Are the World recorded? It was recorded on January 28th, 1985. January 28th. That's Aquarius season. And it was a song about the world. So there you go. Mm -hmm. But over the next handful of weeks, I would say anything that's motivated by individual gain is not going to go over well. You know, if you're going to fight some battles over the next few weeks, you want to be fighting on behalf of other people as opposed to uh, fighting for something that benefits only you and the next few weeks could be a tricky time for leo couples especially with venus and retrograde so we are of course wishing ben affleck and jennifer lopez <laughs> all the best we are uh, that's the most famous leo couple i could think of uh, off the top of my head a good one. Yeah. And then Meghan Markle, wishing her the best, too. She's a Leo. She might have trouble being awesome over the next few weeks. She might have another go-around with the royal family. Um, because we're entering Aquarius, she might not be feeling great to begin with. And then with Mars entering Capricorn on January 24th, Mars and Capricorn can very much represent the old guard, uh, which could represent the royal family. And there could be all kinds of fighting about control in that regard. But those are my very... Uh, uh, unimportant predictions but thank you leos you are the heart and soul of the zodiac you are the actor performer of the zodiac no one gives a better pep talk than a leo mm. you are all also uh, sorry i screwed that up all of you are also ridiculously attractive 
The Zodiac would be so boring without your presence. So hang in there. It will be your time to shine again before you know it. Uh, especially around the dates, February 14th, 15th, and 16th, when the moon will be in Leo. Uh, mark those dates on your calendar if you're a Leo and uh, you're not digging on Aquarius season. February 14th, 15th, and 16th uh, could be great days for you. But while we're in Aquarius season, I just jotted down just some random thoughts about Aquarius season. And I'll just uh, go down the list here. But while we're in Aquarius, we're going to be looking to the future instead of the past. We're hopefully going to be embracing technology instead of feeling inconvenienced by it. We could uh, experience all kinds of eccentric behavior around us. We could experience eccentric style. Aquarius tends to make very bold mm. fashion choices. Uh, I wrote down... Oh, God. I was going to say, just look at Guy Fieri. Look at Guy Fieri. Happy birthday, Guy Fieri. Happy birthday, it's his birthday Guy today. Fieri. Yeah. Um, new, new, new. I wrote down new because Aquarius is all about new stuff. Bring new things into your life. Socializing more. Aquarius is very sociable energy. Getting out of your comfort zone. Mm. Um, the youth movement. Giving opportunities to young the people. Youth yeah, I just wrote down the youth movement. It just seemed like the thing to write down. All right. But Aquarius is very open-minded about that. It's not as ageist as some other signs. It's like, you know, this person's young, but let's give them a shot or her or, or them. Um, thinking globally, you know, thinking about the community. Aquarius energy favors astrology, tarot, all that new age stuff that uh, I can't get enough of. Mm -hmm. Less concern about what people think about you. Aquarius is not as concerned about what other people think about them. So if you are someone who always kind of feels restricted, like, ah, man, this person's going to think this about me, or I, I want to appease that family member, what it might, whatever it might be. Uh, during Aquarius season, you might find a little, little breathing room there, a little mm. space where you're like, you know what? I don't care. I'm doing my own thing. Um, Shakeups, surprises, especially in the stock market. You know, the GameStop short squeeze happened during Aquarius season oh. last year, and we're currently seeing Bitcoin doing all kinds of stuff uh, right now. Um, I mean, the stock market's a roller coaster ride anyway, but some of its biggest peaks and valleys and just where the heck did that thing come from, like GameStop? <laughs> uh, that stuff can happen during Aquarius season two. Also, seeing the big picture. Aquarius is an air sign. It can help give us perspective. Uh, focusing on the future more than focusing on the past. You know, we're leaving Capricorn. Capricorn has a tendency to always think it's 1955. Aquarius has a tendency to always think it's 2055. Hmm. Capricorn says the spirit of the 1890s is alive in Portland. Aquarius says the spirit of the 2190s is alive in Portland. That is a Portlandia reference that's probably hopelessly out of date now, but... Um, it's okay. We love it. We, we love, love Portlandia. love Portlandia. That's a very Aquarius show. Yeah. Um, but again, we're leaving Capricorn season. Sometimes during Capricorn season, we should all over ourselves because the planet Saturn is that, that planet that just says, hey, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. We're shooting all over ourselves. But now that we get into Aquarius, hopefully that lifts a little bit and hopefully you feel that. I always feel that every year when we shift from Capricorn to Aquarius. You know, I, I feel like we move from limitations and, and, and acknowledging limitations. There are limitations in life. You know, Capricorn is going to bring that to our attention. It's not like Capricorn is going out of its way to bother us about that. It's nothing they're doing wrong. They're just saying, listen, there are limitations in life. But with Aquarius, we see possibilities. We say, okay, there are limitations, but what can we maybe do differently so that we're not still dealing with these same limitations year after year after year, that mm. kind of thing. So hopefully you're feeling a little, little bit of that. Um, 
So yeah, that's my spiel. I think it's as good a time as any to segue to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on things. Now, Elmi, you and I went out and saw a movie last Sunday. Mm. And we saw a horror movie, mm-hmm. uh, which I usually associate horror movies with the planet Mars. Uh, I always think of horror movies as being kind of Aries and or Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Zuji with violence and, you know, people killing each other or whatever they do. Um, so I thought that that might be a good topic for Ask a Scorpio to talk to you about a horror movie. So the movie we saw was Scream. Mm-hmm. As a Scorpio, what did you think of the movie? I would say it was not great, um, not terrible. It was it was okay. I, I had very high expectations. I love Scream. I love that whole franchise. And I thought it did okay. I think if you are a fan of Scream meaning you've seen more than just the first one and you actively enjoy it, then I would recommend that you see it. But if you're not really that into Scream, I think you can skip this one. Mm. It was just, okay. Also, it did not need to be two hours. That length time, that was ridiculous. And I thought after we left of at least two scenes that could have been cut without changing the movie at all, that would have made it shorter. Because, I'm sorry, very few movies actually need to be two hours. And Scream 5, or as it's actually titled Scream, for some reason they called it Scream again, that does not need to be two hours. I'm sorry. Um, So, I don't know. It was just kind of like a hodgepodge of ideas. Some worked, some didn't. It was entertaining. Um, But if you, unless you're a huge, huge fan of Scream, I would wait until this is streaming. And if you're not into Scream at all, this is not the movie that's going to change your mind. Um, But I'm glad I saw it. Yeah, and I mean, as a Scream fan, you consider yourself to be a Scream fan. It was like, well, I, I got to see it. Yeah. Oh, there was no way. I've been looking forward to this for a while now. I don't remember when they first announced it. It it might be like a year and a half, two years ago now. I cannot remember because COVID has kind of messed up timelines. Yeah. And I don't know exactly, but I do know I've been looking forward to this for a long time, and I'm I'm glad it came out. I'm glad they did it. I think it's exciting when a franchise is revived like that, because Scream 4 came out in, I think, 2011, and even to get a Scream 4 was amazing. So that they're still coming back with more Screams is just, it's always a treat. Yeah, and it was fun to be back in the movie theater, I guess yeah, we would both agree. Yeah, that was my first time, I would say, other than, of course, seeing your film, the Pasadena Film Festival, called yeah. South Pasadena. Other than that, I had not had a traditional movie experience since the um, since the big COVID outbreak. So that was pretty fun. Um, I kept my mask on the entire time. I didn't drink anything. I didn't eat anything. Um, and I really didn't mind it. I think it was a fair trade-off to see Scream before I got spoiled because mm-hmm. that was my biggest concern. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a good experience. And, yeah, it was pretty fun to be at the movies again. Yeah, and then a quick follow-up question. What did you think about the nine trailers they oh played God. before the feature? It was literally, we counted, it was literally nine previews. Mm-hmm. That's about a solid half hour of previews. I it, it got to be like a running joke at some point because I thought, surely there's not another preview. And then there was. Mm-hmm. I don't remember there being that many previews. I don't know if this is a COVID situation where the movies are coming back 
we need to convince people to come see them because it was also previews for every kind of genre. Mm -hmm. So because Scream is a horror movie, you'd expect you'd only see horror movies and it started out that way. And then we saw a preview for the upcoming J-Lo Owen Wilson rom-com. So they were just throwing everything in there. It was bizarre. And it kind of honestly took away a little bit of my enthusiasm for the actual movie Mm. because like half an hour of previews, that is a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's something that's been discussed even before COVID, obviously. You know, sometimes there's a ton of trailers before the movie. And commercials. And commercials, yeah. And there are people out there who do enjoy the trailers. I do know some people who just love the trailers. But uh, for me, at least, seeing Nine, that's a, a record for me. I don't think I've ever seen nine before. I would, if someone asked me what's the most trailers you've seen before a movie, I would say maybe six. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, oh man, I went to a movie and there were six trailers, yeah. but nine, that's a, that's a new one. But um, anyway, they just want to make sure we got um, all our bang for our buck. <laughs> and, yes. and I think, I think we did. So overall, yes. I would say, I'm not a Scorpio, but I would say it was a pleasant experience from, from a Sagittarius perspective. But Agreed. Yeah, sure. Hmm. It was great. So, anyway, thank you, Almy, as always, oh, yeah. for sharing. And that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Mm. Now, this week, we have a couple of planets changing signs, and the main event is going to be Mars. Mars is going to enter Capricorn on Monday, January 24th. Now, Mars in Capricorn tends to favor older energy. Mars has been in Sagittarius. And Sagittarius kind of has that impulsive, inspirational uh, vibe about it. So while Mars was in Sagittarius, uh, our overall actions were probably more like, let's act first and worry about the consequences later. Whereas with Mars going into Capricorn, we're probably going to consider the consequences first. You know, we're going to maybe take a wait and see approach. We're going to be more cautious with our actions. We're going to be taking calculated risks as opposed to going on blind faith, which Sagittarians are so capable of doing. It's like, what could go wrong? Uh, Almy and I were watching the show Yellow Jackets, mm. and and uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's one scene where a character uh, convinces herself that she can fly a plane, and she has never flown a plane before. So like, why do you think you can fly a plane? She's like, well, I read a book. Like, that's so Sagittarius. I read a book. Yeah, I can, I can go fly the plane now. Um, but Mars is going to be in Capricorn until March 6th. Um, so it enters Capricorn on Monday. And around the time Mars changes signs, you know, we can feel a bit more impulsive. We can feel a bit more restless, uh, spontaneous. We can feel a bit edgy, fidgety. Um, so you might have to work on being patient over the next few days. Uh, the end, tail end of this weekend into early of next week might really need to practice some patience because people around you could also be a little edgy too Mm. with Mars changing signs. After the early part of this week, you can go back to being as impatient as you want to be. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is there's potential for some explosiveness over the next few days with uh, Mars peaking in Sag. And then whatever sign Mars is in, that tends to be the stuff that we feel very passionate about in that moment. We feel stuff we want to fight for. Um, So with Mars and Sagittarius, that's usually fighting around philosophies, uh, religion, that kind of stuff. As it transitions into Capricorn, that could be fighting around well, borders. Um, you know, we see we're seeing things heating up between Russia and Ukraine. We can see fighting around that stuff, like property, uh, land, uh, fighting around um, inheritances. You know, anything with uh, involving money and involving the material stuff of life is going to be coming again into the forefront, and uh, it could really be energized positively or negatively. So we'll see how those things um, 
play out. But there could be some of that playing out either in our personal lives or on the world stage. Tuesday, January 25th, Mercury will enter Capricorn. And around the time Mercury changes signs, there's a lot of potential for confusion. So this early part of the week with Mars and Mercury both changing signs, man, oh man, um, just be flexible the best mm. you can, <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying, because both of these planets will not be functioning at their best. And we might be misunderstanding things or small things could you know, get blown out of proportion. Um, but there's just a lot of potential for confusion around uh, January 24th through the 26th. And Mercury's already retrograde. And now we have Mercury changing signs on top of it. So mm. just a lot ugh, going on. Yeah. Uh, Mercury had been in Aquarius, but because Mercury is currently retrograde, it backtracked back into Capricorn. Mm. And now Mercury will be in Capricorn until February 14th. So the sun might have left Capricorn recently and moved into Aquarius, but by the end of this week, we'll st still have quite a few planets in Capricorn. The Capricorn planets will be Mercury, Mars, Venus, and Pluto. And because they're Capricorn in nature, these planets at the moment, those planets are going to work on keeping us focused keeping us disciplined and help us stay on track with our New Year's resolutions, if we made any. And then a quick Venus update. Venus has been retrograde for seemingly forever. And today it moved to 11 degrees Capricorn. And it's going to stay at 11 degrees Capricorn. I mean, if you had to guess, because again, degrees, you know, we're getting into some more specific stuff here. But if like, if you had to guess, how long do you think Venus is going to stay at 11 degrees Capricorn. How many days? Uh, like two weeks. I don't know. You nailed it. And, and that's the thing with Scorpio is it can be a little psychic sometimes. Nice. Uh, I have in my notes that it's going to stay at 11 degrees Capricorn for 14 days. Mm. And that's exactly two weeks. So, again, why is that important? Well, for two weeks, Venus is just seemingly going to be sitting there. It's not moving. Usually Venus moves about one degree a day, sometimes two degrees a day. So if it's not moving at all for two weeks, that means Venus, the planet that we count on to help keep us pleasant and help keep us, you know, uh, having good interactions with each other and bringing beauty and, and, and all that fun stuff into our lives, art, you know, it's not functioning at its best. It's, it's going to be a little debilitated here. Is that a word? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's not working so great. So we might have to go out of our way, especially over the next two weeks here, to be especially kind to people and not necessarily expect that others are going to be kind to us. You know, that, it, it, you kind of have to change your expectations a little bit because I think a lot of people are, are again, going to be feeling a little bit edgy right now, especially with Mars changing signs. Venus is just kind of like, eh, I don't know how to help out right now. Um, but the good news is <laughs> Venus will finally leave its retrograde phase on January 29th. So that's a week from today. So it's coming up. But in the meantime, I feel like we're going through the biggest surge now of this Venus retrograde. And when Venus is retrograde, consciously or unconsciously, you're reviewing your relationships with other mm. people. You're reviewing how you look. Mm. You know, do I like the way I look? Do I want to change my look? Um, how do I feel about having this person in my life? How do I feel about being at this job? All that kind of stuff is being reevaluated right now. And we might really see the big changes from this retrograde phase happening over the next two weeks. Mm. So Venus is going to start going direct on January 29th. It has been retrograde since December 19th of last year. So that's it's been retrograde a long time. 
Um, but anyway, that's the uh, the Venus update. Otherwise, we'll see what the Moon's doing here real quick. Uh, Monday, January 24th, I mentioned Mars is changing signs. The Moon's going to go into Scorpio late Monday evening. Um, and then the Moon will stay in Scorpio for all of Tuesday and Wednesday. And during that time, things could get real. I mean, Scorpio wants to get to the truth of things. It wants to get to the heart of the matter. We might go deep on stuff. Um, with Mars and Capricorn and the Moon and Scorpio, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, that's serious business. So early in the week could have a serious tone to it. Or yeah, the flip side of it is that we could feel that extra push to tackle something that we've been putting off. If there's certain situations that we know we need to address that we haven't been addressing uh, with the, the moon going into Scorpio, it might seem a little less scary. It's like, okay, all of a sudden I can deal with this. Uh, it's not going to kill me. Um, Thursday and Friday, the moon will be in Sagittarius. Perfect time to attend a festival. Uh, I just there, There's this meme that's circulating, and it says, what do you call... Uh, it goes by the the sun signs, and it says a group of Sagittarians, it, you call that a festival. Oh, okay. It says a group of Scorpios, you call them a coven. Yes, or, I saw that. Is this co-star astrology? Is I think, that was it co-star? I hope so. I, yeah. I couldn't remember who made it. I, I'd love to give credit. I just, I just thought of it just now. Capricorns, a group of Capricorns is called a summit. Um, I can't remember the other ones. They were, it was hilarious. It was one of the best memes I've ever seen. <laughs> I think it was co-star astrology, and you can find them on Instagram at yeah. co-star astrology. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Friday, Friday, January 28th, um, we're going to have a Capricorn. What do I got here? Okay. Friday, January 28th, Mercury and Pluto are going to form a conjunction. So Mercury and Pluto will be lined up in the sky. Mercury, the uh, planet of communications. Pluto, the planet of force change, power struggles, obsessiveness. Um, they're going to be forming a conjunction. So there could be some uh, difficult conversations we need to have at the end of the week. Um that kind of a vibe but um yeah it's the big thing we're, we're we still have a lot of capricorn energy coming up this week with uh planets moving into both uh capricorns moving into mars and also mercury um but yeah as always hang in there we love you thanks for listening and i think Elmi's gonna take us out with a couple deep breaths yeah let's set us up for a nice calming week ahead and day by taking some deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth so take this time to get yourself comfortable, lie down, sit down, drop those shoulders, close your eyes if you would like to, and slowly let's take that deep breath in, and slowly release out. One more deep breath in, and out. Last one, deep breath in, and deep breath out, and take a moment to release any tension you may still be carrying in your body, forehead, jaw, neck, back, anything, just ah, let that go. As always, we thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you again soon. 